one minute. We're on minute 59. I'm your co-host, Rob. And as always, Joe. Every single time. Every time. What else am I going to say? I'm being held prisoner. <laughs> this is Tombstone Minute, your uh, daily podcast where we discuss and analyze um, things we don't know about, like white wine and red wine, I'm, and if they're movies. <laughs> I'm drinking a glass of red wine right now. Um. We're actually going to try something new. We're going to add a new feature. Um, yeah. I, at the end of this minute, we're going to have the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. But let's not, you know, we're not there yet. Yeah. First, we got to talk about a minute of uh, two brothers arguing. Because, mm-hmm. um, well, I know you never got to really experience that in real life. So maybe this minute will be more amusing to you than it is to me. Well, um, so uh, as you point out, this is in this minute the. Uh, uh, wide and Virgil, and I guess Morgan too, right? Hey, he's there. Um, he's kind of sad because Wyatt yells at him. That's true. Have an argument. So, um, <clears throat> the last minute ended with Kurt Russell showing up and uh, kind of asking them what they were up to, and then I kind of love they like go into the the jailhouse or whatever, and they just sort of like <laughs> shut the door, and I guess like all the like the the mob of people just decided like oh this is really awkward those brothers are fighting i guess we'll just go away yeah well we had this whole big protest planned but (laughs) god like look at those guys right man right out there in public so it's like like when you're having an argument with a significant other and you realize like the windows are open maybe you've never had that happen before but you storm over like but the windows are open. Everyone can hear us. You shut the window really angrily. Um, does that help? It helps the neighbors from hearing. Yeah, I suppose. Um, so this this I've never uh, been in an argument in my home, so I don't I don't know from experience. But I would just imagine that's something that happens. Uh, Virgil says that you got us involved when you brought us here. Yeah, that's taken a little bit of a passive role in this whole thing because, like, uh, he's the older brother. Mm-hmm. Like he can't say no. I'm not going there. Yeah, and and this is like, uh, I a uh, uh, well done intense sequence with the with the Earth Brothers. All the actors are hitting the are hitting are hitting what they need to hit here. Yeah, would you agree? Like, yeah, no, it's a good scene. I mean, I, I I'm kind of diminished this er- it earlier by, you know, just our two brothers arguing or three brothers arguing, I suppose. But but I mean, it's like it's a moment that needs to happen and. They sure took their sweet time getting to it, but but now now like we've really got some genuine drama here. Yeah, uh, and <clears throat> Virgil continues on and talks about how scared everyone is in the city, and if they're going to have a future in this town, it has to have some law and order. Um, and then Wyatt asks Morgan to do something. I think he says like, "Talk to him, will you?" Or hit him. Yeah, or hit him. God, what a. Yeah, it's and, kind of um, funny. That's where we have that moment, and I think Bill Paxton's fantastic when he sort of like shows that. Yeah, just he's also sheepishly reveals his badge. Yeah, he kind of is that the first time in movie history someone has sheepishly revealed a badge. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, it's pretty rare that that happens. Um, we learn as this movie goes on, revealing that you have a badge becomes a pretty big deal as you sort of <laughs> move through this. Yeah. Um. And I really like this moment, and I actually think, um, like I said, Bill Paxton's great because he sort of goes from sheepishly saying that, but then he's also like, you know, 
talks about them being brothers and I did what you would have done, Wyatt. And like, it's a really well acted sequence. And I think uh, at this moment, Virgil and Morgan are, are right, right? They're part of this town and they want to live there and, and uh, they should help make it better. It's part of the community. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess I, when I, I, I feel like, like, I mean, somebody obviously in the town needs to step up, and it doesn't seem like anybody else has the talent or the stones to do it. Yeah, the only other person that seems like he's just like a good guy is the mayor, but he's not, you know, he's not law. So he'd need someone to help. I mean, I, I, assuming, if we go back to last minute, that that city ordinance is partly his brainchild, right? He's the mayor, um, and he sort of defends it that way to be in. Yeah. that he needs someone to sort of be the law part of the law and order equation. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he originally asked Virgil. And, you know, at this point, Virgil steps into that role and he seems like the right person, I would say. No, I mean, I don't, we haven't seen any evidence so far in this movie that Virgil is selfish or anything. Like, he just seems like a pretty quiet dude, but good guy. Um, God. So you're right. Outside of brothers arguing, I don't have a ton. Yeah. So that's yeah. so that's that it for this minute. As usual, we uh, talked about the movie for three or four minutes, and now we'll start the nonsense. <laughs> Where Rob says something insane. I scream towards my ceiling so I don't blow up my mic. <laughs> my dog looks at me funny while she's trying to sleep, and um, I pour myself another drink. Well, I mean, I think this is, I, you know, before we go into the Choose Your Own Adventure Thursday, do you have anything else on this minute? Uh, just, a, I mean, I just have a quick question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's not really related to the minute, I guess, but I, I think it's important. It, it's a moment where we need to ask a question that needs to be asked. How does it feel to be the Carl Pilkington of this podcast? Oh. <laughs> of you saying insane things and me screaming what? Because you're doing it intentionally. I know it. Let's just have this out right here in public like the herbs do. I'll shut the door. The Carl Pilkington of the podcast. Like, I think about the things people say to me in person about this podcast. Yeah. And are, are, when people talk to you about it, are they encouraging you to, 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 to talk this way? <laughs> There's never been white wine in a movie before. I said there's never been white wine in an old like in a movie that takes place pre-World War One that I can remember. And 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 neither you nor Tom could refute me based off your memory. So I must have not you, be going have crazy. Have you ever seen a movie pre-World War One that had a waxing moon instead of a waning moon? <laughs> I'll give you time to think about it. Oh, you can't. You know why? Because it's a ridiculous question. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I, we're, we're not talking about moons. Uh, we might as well be. I just, I I sometimes feel like your friends there in Madison encourage you just as a way of getting me riled up. Like, Rob, I think you give make up really good points, and Joe's pretty mean to you when he shoots <laughs> them down. This and, is like, behind a- your back, they're just like, oh, man, I can't wait. 
I can't wait until Joe almost has a heart attack. This is like the, the Truman first show, person to die during the report <laughs> recording of a podcast. <laughs> this is like the Truman Show, but like the Joe Show, where uh, this is just a long con to just make you go crazy. Like we're just gonna do whatever we can to like. By the end of it, where- like. <laughs> Like, my dog's going to have to bark SOS into my microphone because I just collapsed from a stroke. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I just, I, I'm putting this out there on the air because I just want all of your, all of your so-called friends to know <laughs> that I'm on to them. <laughs> that white wine Tom and relationship expert Jamie, <laughs> Caroline, all the rest of them over there in Madison. I know what they're up to. And it's not nice. You're taking advantage of him. <laughs> now let's choose our own adventure. Well, okay, let's choose our own adventure. So, um, yeah, explain uh, this, and we're hoping this is uh, this was brought to us by what may be a future Huckleberry. Yeah, absolutely. So this will be a future guest, um, uh, friend of the show, friend of the show. Um, he, <clears throat> well, first off, I think we could both agree that he would agree with your points you just made uh if there's one person i know in this world that wouldn't encourage you it's him like the only person in this whole world that i know is on my side it's him and i look forward to to hashing that out on the air he believes that he's found a, a solution for us to figure out who would actually live longer in tombstone and it's pretty foolproof, in my opinion. He has found a uh, a choose your own adventure story that takes place in the old west. Did, did you read those when you were a kid? I did. I loved. Oh, them. I loved them. In spoilers, I died all the time. In <laughs> all the time. How often did you cheat and just be like, I was just kidding about that decision? And I mean, I sort of back. like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's cheating. That's just reading more, right? Like you'd be like, all right. I mean, I, I'm not gonna read it and. Be like, well, it's the end of that book, I guess. They had like Star Wars once and stuff, right? What? Really? I thought they did. Like, I feel like I like those were my favorite ones, but I, I, I could be conflating the the books I was obsessed with as a child. I had one about like skateboarding and like uh, skateboarding. On, like, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I just pictured you riding a skateboard, and <laughs> all all the ones I've read were like skateboarding, BMX, like you go to an amusement park. Yeah, there are. There are choose-your-own-Star-Wars-adventures books. That's amazing. So I don't know what like copyright laws or anything say about this, but what we're going to do is I'm going to read to you the oh, beginning God. of this book as I it was re- sent to me by by a friend of the show, Rob. Um, Rob wanted to do a paraphrase, but I and, – and like it, we, we're welcome to listener feedback. I think it's just great to read the whole thing. It's not, I don't think it's that long, but if you find this tedious, please let us know. Okay, let's do it. Uh, <clears throat> you are in a stagecoach rattling along the dusty plains of the Old West. It's the year 1860. School let out two weeks ago, and you spent the time traveling from your home in the east. You're going to spend the summer with your Uncle Matt in the western town of San Talpa. He's a sheriff, so your stay should be exciting. Oh, very <laughs> exciting. The long journey is almost over, you think, as San Talpa pops into view. Five minutes later, the stage shudders to a stop in the middle of town. You spot your Uncle Matt right away by the gleaming silver badge on his chest. Matt is tall, and a black handlebar mustache frames his upper lip. His tan face tells you that he spends a lot of time in the sun. Uncle Matt! You cry as you step out of the Uh stage. Can can I pause for a second here? Yeah. I mean, this is obviously Matt Meeks, right? 
I will say, as I read these things, I'm I'm not sure. I, let me just say this: I'm not a hundred percent sure if this is actually a book that exists or if Rob might have just wrote this. So your your uncle's light, your uncle's eyes light up in recognition. He springs forward to give you a firm handshake. Then Matt leads you to where you'll be living for the next few months: the Sound Talpa Jail. What? I. <laughs> What's wrong? Why? I don't know. That's. I'm just. Let me keep going. The jail is a small one-story building on the edge of town. A sign in the window says, Deputy Wanted. Inside, you notice a rifle rack where several Winchester carbon carbines are stored. Three mm. small, unoccupied cells lie in the back wall. They look very clean. The keys to the cells are hanging on the wall. After you drop your bags, Matt says, You must be starved. Let's get some to eat at Caroline's Cafe. What? Once again, we have another guest name inside here. <laughs> A few minutes later, you and Matt seat yourself at a small table in the cafe. Matt calls hello to the owner, Caroline Pierce. Why, hello, Matt, she replies cheerfully, then turns to you. This must be the relative I've heard so much about. Welcome wow. to Santalpa. Say, Matt, voice acting, Rob. have you found a new deputy yet? <laughs> no, Matt answers. I haven't been able to replace Pete Walters since he took the sheriff's post at Jacksonville. I could be your new deputy for the summer, you say. Are you serious, Matt asks. You tell him you are. All he says is, we'll see. After you finish eating, Matt gives you a tour of his town. The main businesses are Caroline's Cafe, the General Store, the Silver Dollar Hotel, the Smithy, and the Bucking Bronco Saloon. Just off Main Street is the Pony Express office. Matt explains that the Pony Express is a new mail delivery system that uses daring riders for speedy service. In the office window, you see a rider wanted sign. Later that night, you tell Matt that you're thinking about becoming a Pony Express rider. Your mm. uncle looks startled. Well, he says, let me train you as a deputy instead. If you're good enough after two weeks, you could be my deputy for the rest of the summer. While I'd really like to become a deputy, Matt may eventually decide not to let you fill the position. No matter how hard you train, perhaps you should join the Pony Express instead or train to do both. You have three options. One. You can train to become a deputy with Uncle Matt because you've always been good with a gun. Two, okay. you can go to the Pony Express office and try to be a Pony Express rider because you've always been a good rider. Okay. Three, you can train to do both because that's how the West was fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, I, I feel like we got to get on the same page about a few things before we tackle this. Okay. okay. So he's a school-aged person. Mm-hmm. How, how old is our character like 16 17 this school let out two weeks ago so can we assume that maybe he graduated from high school but then he's like visiting for the summer which implies that he has to go back but if he graduated high school like very few people were attending college at that time yeah okay so let's say he's let's say 17 years but old. then he's also applying for like what is most decidedly a full-time career at the Pony Express or the deputy. Or the deputy, or you know. Hey, well, hey, hello, everybody. This is our 14-year-old deputy. You know? I think he, I think he's only 17. Okay. So if he got one of these jobs, he could just drop out of school. Yes. School is not one of the options here. Yeah. All right. So, so we're saying he's a teenager, 16, 17. Yep. Okay. Which is like 35 nowadays. Okay. So I think we should alternate about who has to go for first so you did all the reading so i feel like it's fair if i if i choose first okay all right so i'm gonna say uh i would train to do both 
because um, I think there's plenty of time in the day <laughs> to practice both of both of those things, especially when my other option is going back home to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I think that if you're in the Pony Express, you need to be handy with a gun. If you uh, want to be a sheriff, you need to be handy on a horse. So I, I don't really, I think it's an odd dichotomy they've placed between these two jobs. I will train to do both. That's my selection. Okay. Um, I am confident I will survive longer um, because you lack. I make, I'm committing a very big choose your own adventure mistake. Yes, you are. You lack, you aren't, the listening skills aren't there for you right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to teach you a few things. Um, you came down to see your uncle Matt, assuming that your parents or whoever you decided and your decision you made that uncle Matt is a safe guardian to be with. He's a sheriff. Everything we've seen He's well liked by the town, um, and he, you know, you sort of mentioned that you'd like to, you know, become the deputy, and he says we'll see. Um, but then you see that Pony Express sign, and you could tell right away he gets concerned. He's, you know, as soon as you mention that, he's like, "Well, why don't you let me train you as a deputy?" Um, I think he knows that the Pony Express is dangerous, and the Old West is a dangerous time, and if, and if that's the case, it's. Um, it, who you know matters a lot. So I'd much rather train with the sheriff uh, to become a deputy, sheriff someone I can trust, I can get these skills, than just go riding around on a horse by myself. I'm choosing option one to train to become a deputy with Uncle Matt. Yet again, I've... the anti-horse bias shines through here. <laughs> like, you just don't want to ride a horse, man. Just say it. I, hey, let's see. Let's see who survives. We don't actually have a copy of this book. Yes, we're or, depending or, on a on, on a fan's email, which may or may not have been made up, since conveniently almost every character was named after one of our guests. Uh, I will and, say, I would totally go to Caroline's Cafe if she owned one. I let's um, uh, listeners, let us know if you like this. Choose your own adventure. If you want us to paraphrase or just read the whole thing like we're doing, and. Um, I don't have anything more. We talked about this for about. I think we talked about Tombstone for about five minutes, and now it's now our own little world. Yeah, I mean, like it's like a lot of times uh, in this movie, they, uh, they like from minute to minute, there's not really much new. Uh, this, but I mean, I I think it was an important minute and well acted, and it was like really the best minutes are the things that are really either ridiculously cool or ridiculously bad. And this kind of just falls right there in the middle. But we'll definitely talk more Tombstone tomorrow because we know yeah. I know our listeners just love this movie just as much as we do. That's right. All right. We'll be back tomorrow.